guys. Welcome to Hear Our Two Cents. It's your co-host, Allie. Cammy right now is sleeping back in America. <laughs> and to fill in, our special guest here is Alyssa. We are going to talk about everything Korea, just our experience of living here. I'm going to interview her and get her point of view. She lives in a whole different city. So <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about our time here in Korea. So right now we are at a cafe. We're at Tous Le Jour. I think it's like a French um, name. I failed in French. I did Spanish. I did so, Spanish too. So yeah, we're over here. We're doing the cafe life and that is very much part of the culture here in Korea. Um, so let's just start off with an easy question. Okay. How, how did we meet? Okay, so uh, we have mutual friends, and so we were planning a trip. It's kind of a thing where one friend knows another, friend knows another friend, and we're planning a trip. Anyway, we ended up going to Singapore, and we met in Singapore. We did. Yay, so fun. that was how we met, was one of our friends, Sasha. I knew her, and she was going on a trip, and I wasn't had anything planned for vacation. And I was like, hey, girl, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to Singapore. I'm like, can I come? <laughs> and then you I, I got yeah. I pretty much did the same. Sasha told me she wanted to go to Singapore, and I said, "Girl, let's do a trip." And so then one of my friends also ended up coming too, and I think you knew my other friend. Yeah, so I met her like so one fun. that one time in Seoul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we ended up having a really nice time. But yeah, that's how we met, and yeah. we've been locked in ever since. Ever since. Now we're sisters, and then we found out we're both from Florida, so we're yeah. like, and we Florida both went girlies. to the same university, so it, it was really. Another one, I guys, it, it wasn't a coincidence. There are literally like three of us that this happened to. <laughs> Different timing, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Sasha's from Florida too. <laughs> so, um, when did you arrive in Korea? Um, I came December of 2021. No, no, no. I lied. I came November 2021 because of COVID. I had to quarantine, so I had to come a little early before my contract. Ah, okay. So I came a little bit earlier than her. Mine was August 2021, but like you, we left the thing in July. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and we were we were in the that lovely uh, hotel in Myeongdong for yeah. Oh, two that's weeks. the one I was in too. You were in Myeongdong, but I had a different experience. The hotel Park, Hotel Sky Park. I had the princess room. Oh, you had. She had a princess room. I had room. a princess room. My room was pink. Uh, I guess they have different things or floors or whatever. Girl, I had a basic so. I Well, I didn't come during the main intake, so, you know. I had, like, a weird off intake, so I didn't come with... Usually everyone comes in, like, uh, August or, or February. February. But, like, I applied through my... Prop. Well, I applied through Epic, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I came November 2021. Yeah. And that, that quarantine life was real. I still get the flashbacks whenever I see that one snack, the chips. Whenever I see them in, in the markets, I'm like, oh, my God, quarantine time. You know what? Or the juices. The juices. I've had every single one of those juices. I had. A, I think y'all were more traumatized in quarantine <laughs> because it was a, there was a bunch of y'all. When I went, it was just me and maybe, like, one other girl. Oh. And because I came in December, you know, no one, like, comes during the intake. So um, I think you may be traumatized. I was vibing. I was fine. The Wi-Fi works because I know when y'all were in there. No, my Wi-Fi was working. Oh, your Wi-Fi worked. Okay. The, other, the other hotel, Sky Park. There's two Sky Parks. Mine, the hotel... My hotel, the, the Wi-Fi was good. The other one, their Wi-Fi went down, and it was a whole thing. Yeah, I heard the girlies were complaining, so, like, I didn't have those issues. I was vibing. I was watching TV. It was fine. I was watching Love Island, Ooh. and I was getting into that. And then all the UK peeps, I was like, yo, give me another reality <laughs> show from your side of the world. Love Island UK is I did the Love Island UK. Yeah, I was on that one. Uh, I was watching Modern Family. Also, I was watching some Marvel stuff. I did do Black Panther at one mm. point. Yeah, then yeah. I was also watching Internet, like I was watching a lot of Korean like dance show. I think Show Me the Money was on, and you know, it's a lot of cultural appropriation on that. Uh, <laughs> that was interesting. So, what 
was a culture shock for you coming to Korea? Well, we actually experienced it this morning. So, uh, you know, in the States, everything opens up, well, you know, at least by 8.30. Nine at the latest, you know, everything's going to be open, essentially. Yep. Um, so in Korea, like, I expect at least coffee shops. Like, if I want to go get coffee on the way to school, like, the coffee shops near me would be open, I would assume. But it was just such a culture shock that most are closed. And so this morning, the same thing. We thought a cafe would be open because during the week it is open at a certain time. 8.30, yeah. At 8.30. But they don't open until 11. And most coffee places don't open until 11. Unless it's a franchise. But if you want like a good, if you're a coffee person, you want a good cup of coffee. Go to the local spots. You want to go to the local spots. And a lot of times it's like more convenient to go to the local spots and have better everything. So that was probably the biggest thing. That like the city doesn't necessarily wake up until like 11 o'clock that's when everything is open so if you're an early riser i'm sorry this is this isn't for you no, uh, no. for you you just gotta have the, either go to to some place maybe mm-hmm. or uh idea might be open yeah. um so, tour, tours the door. exactly <laughs> and you just gotta go to one of those those spots maybe even gung Coffee might be open as well. Do people go to Gongcha for coffee? No, you go for the boba tea instead. <laughs> but I think you I'm can not get a coffee, coffee girly, so guys, I'm not the expert in that front. I'm the friend that gets the tea, the smoothie, the hot chocolate. <laughs> I need a pick me up today, so I did get a coffee. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's you have to go to like one of the franchises. But yeah, that was like the biggest culture shock. I think it's just the time. Yeah, like, if you want an early morning, because you know you like in America, it's like rise and grind. We gotta get up and get things going, and doesn't even go about our day. But if everything is closed, or like a convenience store coffee, if you're okay yeah. with that. But like, no. the other thing too is like you can go to the cafes later on at night. Usually yeah. in America, the cafes close at like. Six, seven, yeah, four, like five, five is yeah. like you know, kind of dead. And here they're open until eight, maybe nine if you're really crazy. But yeah, at least eight o'clock is usually the norm. Seven, eight, they're still going. Also, it's not just cafes, it's like everything in stores, department stores, Daiso, like literally everything doesn't open until like 10 or 11. So, oh, yeah, that's a good clarification. Like restaurants, it's not just cafes, it's like everything. Yeah, so, so what's your favorite Korean meal? My favorite Korean meal. Okay, so I have really, and I might get some a little hate for this because it's technically not Korean. It's Korean, but it's like not. It's it's Korean Chinese food. But I recently have gotten an obsession with jajangmyeon, like the black bean noodles, and mm-hmm. so those are really good. And then also, I love. I mean, I feel like it's Korean. It it is Korean because I think you can only only get it in Korean Korea at like a Chinese restaurant here in Korea. Just like orange chicken is like American Chinese food. You can't get it really outside of America, America. unless yeah. you go to like an American, like a Panda Express abroad or you know whatever. But so they have jajangmyeon here, so that's like my thing. And then also I love a good triangle kimbap, you know, a tuna triangle. They're good, you know, the my tuna kimchi. Yeah, tuna. Yeah. Also, okay, I have a couple. So also, <laughs> I like tuna, um, tuna kimchi jjigae, which is like a red soup. And that one's pretty good. I'll, I'll pop up a picture of yeah. it so you guys can see some of these items. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, my favorite is Jim Doc. I I love it. It's basically like noodles. Um, you have chicken, vegetables all mixed in. It's either soy, like a soy sauce kind of base, or it's like the spicy, like red paste kind of base. So it just depends on yourself. You want it spicier if you want it more like um, savory, savory, spicy, chill. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. I love Kimpop as well. It's a quick and easy and affordable. The triangle one. The triangle one. Don't ever Not go. from the convenience store. 
like not, from a restaurant it's okay to get the yeah. roll but like from a convenience store like if you're going to 7-Eleven or GS25 or CU do not get the actual round gimbab it's not it doesn't hit it's not good it, the triangle ones those hit and they fill you up surprisingly they do. Yeah. yeah so those are like some of the foods um, I like but then again you get to experience in some of the things here in Korea like Chinese food um, or a combination like a fusion kind of situation oh, yeah, yeah. or you like see Japanese food their take on it Vietnamese food is here too so it's really cool to just try the different kinds of food yeah so let's see what else we got here I got a list of questions because some people have been asking me online and then also things that we thought like it'd be great to know if we were thinking about moving to Korea so um easy question ready <laughs> yeah what do you do here <laughs> oh oh my god uh I didn't really introduce myself uh, did I say my name say my name say my name okay let me like do our introduction my name is Alyssa and I live in Masan or Changwon um, and I am an English teacher at a public elementary school, so that is my job. How many schools do you have, and like typically how many students do you teach? Um, I have two schools, which some people, that might sound like a lot, but it's actually not, because two days a week I go to one school, and the other three days I'm at another school, and it's kind of nice to break up your environment, you know, different co-workers, different kids. Um, all of my kids are really sweet. I teach, you know, third through sixth grade, and typically I have about 25 students in each class, but my school's considered kind of small because because each grade has about, like, three or four homeroom classes. So, um, some, like, Ali, don't you have, like, ten in each grade? Yeah, so That's for insane. me, we were just talking about this last night. We didn't even realize the difference. Um, for my school, I have two schools as well. My, my main school, I have ten first grade students classes like 10 classes in first grade 10 in second and 10 in third and you teach middle school. and I, I teach middle school when I say first second and third think of this guys as sixth seven and eighth grade if you're in, from the U.S. Mm -hmm. um so first second and third there's so 10 classes about in each grade and there's about 25 kids in each class yeah so I have a big school um and then my second school I only have one class for each uh no I have three classes for one grade so it's not that bad. It's a smaller school. But yeah, I, my school's big. Yeah. I have like a smaller school, or like, you know, small, medium school. I do know some people who only have like nine people in their classes. And they only have one class for each grade, one person in their class. But they live in like a very cool area. I still live like in the city, but I still, even for my city, I have kind of like a smaller school. We are not in like the areas that like when you think of Korea, you're thinking of the big city names. That's not us. Yeah. You're getting our perspective of being in a smaller city or rural. I did do the rural life before the life I have now. <laughs> you know, my city I, I was like your friend with the one school that had oh. two kids. I had two kids in third grade. I had three in fourth grade at that time. And then I had six sixth graders. <laughs> because you're always lesson planning, right? Because you have so I had many five students. schools at that time. Yeah. That was when I had the oh, five yeah, schools oh gosh, that I was, was. I had every day was a different school. That, that, that was crazy. I've never, yeah. that is the most extreme case. I've, she's the only person I know who's ever had five schools. That, that is for our program is the most amount of schools you can get. That's actually insane though. Um, it really, it really changed up my environment though. I'd be like, I like this day. Oh, this day. You know? Yeah. I, Cause I have, you know, I have two schools. Most people I know have two schools or one school. Um, one school is rare. I don't know anyone who has more than that besides you. Maybe I met like one other person and maybe you had three, it, yeah. but most people have like two. 
Yeah, like I would say two, three. Yeah. The rare good. unicorns of one schools. Yeah. I'm like, how y'all get one? I actually know a couple people have one school. Really? And my intake, it was all of us had multiple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is more common to have multiple. Mm. For sure. So, did you do any research before coming to Korea? Like, what was your researching, you know? I did extensive research, like extensive. extensive. I got on everyone's YouTube, I got on everyone's Instagram, I got on everyone's, like I got on Google, I got on Reddit, I got on Facebook, Not and I don't Reddit. even, I don't even use Facebook, I wasn't even a Reddit girl before this, I got on everything, like any platform you could think of, I was combing it, any problem you could think of, anything anybody complained about, I Googled it, um, because it was, it's my first time living abroad, it, even on this side of the, um, the planet, like, um, I had only been outside of the U.S. to go to like Canada or to the Bahamas, like for a cruise or something. But I never had been over here. You know, that I was just not like you know kind of worried. And especially with U.S. propaganda, it can be like, oh, oh scary, it's scary. Yeah. You know, yeah, is it okay to go to these countries? Is it you know do they have things that are you know you, you just don't know? So I did a lot of a lot a lot a lot of research, and I thought I did because when I came, I was like, oh, I read about that. Oh, that's not different. Like, that's yeah, okay. you know, so yeah, it really helped me. It is, it yeah. is a vibe. Sorry, guys. Also, I my music taste is very much surrounded by my students. I don't oh. every everyone else like they'd be like, teacher, what do you like? I'm like, look, what do you I, like? What do you like? Me, because you like and it's so funny because the older people that you know I talk to, they're just like. I don't like the teachers. They don't want any Korean like K-pop is not yeah. their thing. So I'd be like, yeah, I have new jeans or oh, you know, uh, Rise, mm-hmm. love them. The play the the guitar song is, is it's my thing. But I don't know none of their names. Oh. I just only know the group names. I didn't. I don't get into the individual artists except with Blackpink. Blackpink, I know everyone. Oh yeah, you went to see Blackpink. I went to see Blackpink in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, I want to go. You're like, um, where are you at? In Thailand. I saw that. I was like, this girl's in Thailand. <laughs> you, and then you came right back. I was and then like, I was like, I gotta teach. Yeah. I love that for you. You were in Thailand. Um, yeah, I feel like my music taste also like I didn't when I came to like the Korean version music taste is a lot like yeah, young it's, it's younger because, younger because of the fact that my kids are like teacher play this play that and I'm like oh, okay because I didn't when I came to Korea I didn't know a lick of Korean I didn't know anything about Korean culture like obviously I researched but like I hadn't had much exposure to that before mm-hmm. um, moving here so when I came here I didn't even I didn't listen because most people they come because they love K-pop they love K-dramas I just came here to vibe I just wanted to like live abroad I was you know trying to romanticize my life you know what I mean yeah. and so I came here and I was like wow this is like so cool but yeah my kids they really they put me on they so put me on me and new jeans I you know was I, it zero base is now the, the new thing for my kids because they're young guys um yeah. uh, BTS is not really a thing for these kids as much they anymore. like when I first came they were but like they're yeah. on our hiatus and so when I put yeah BTS they're all in the on, army right now like half of them when I put BTS on in the classroom I was like oh, okay guys let's listen to BTS and he was like no um, I have new jeans, teacher. Stray Kids. I love me Stray Kids, though. I'm not going to lie. My kids like 17 and TXT. 17 they TXT. They that is TXT. huge here. Yeah. TXT is a, yeah, they're a thing. They tried to make me pick, like, my favorite member, and they're like, well, what's their favorite? Also love this, but this is also influenced because of uh, League of Legends. My boys love this song because it's League of Legends. It's a League of Legends cover song. It's new jeans, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it their new song? No, it's God. 
the song is God. You know, I thought it was all Michigan songs. It's, but they, they did this, and this also, I mean, they were already big, but people, the gaming community now was like, I really love New Jeans because they did the cover of this. Usually there's been other artists, like Imagine Dragons did a League of Legends song. Um, what's that guy that did the... The small town road, oh, Little Nas X. Yes, <laughs> Little Nas X also did a song for League of Legends, and he blew up more in this in this market, the Korean market kind of Ooh. side because of that. Okay. Um, they know Magic Dragons. I'd be playing like Thunder Believer, and they're like, "I'm like, this is before you're born." Hey, people have the most random, random songs, is- even just like things like like some movies. They know. Yeah, they know the most random stuff. They mm-hmm. know like a lot of random media. Yeah. Like, All right. So let's go to more questions. Okay. Sorry for that little talk break, but we were just, you know, vibing. Um, do you feel safe as a black woman living in Korea? Yes, I do, actually. Um, I do feel very safe, you know, because also as a black woman, I tell you, like, oh, you're going to experience so much racism abroad, you know, all these countries, you know, like, people are scared to leave the U.S. or leave whatever country they're from. Because of how we're perceived. Because, you know, as a black person, you have to take a little more caution when you go places. Mm. Um, so I... I thought like about that. I did a lot of research on that. I met people and talked to them. And I, you know, every black person I talked to before I moved here said that like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. And my experience is that like, maybe you experience like microaggressions or something. And it's not even like, usually it's not even like intentional. Usually it's just something crazy. Like someone just touches your hair, like says something like, oh, hip hop style. Like, you know, just like, or they call your hair like reggae or reggae, something. Reggae, yes, that is something. something like, I, I told my students like, don't say that. Don't like, say that. I was yeah. like, hey, it's called braids, and I was like, this is twist. This is dreadlocks. I real quickly just showed real quick images. I said, do you know Bob Marley? Of course they know Bob Marley. I said dreadlocks. Yeah. This Ali's hair, Ali teacher's hair, braids. Ah, and they, you know, now they just yeah. say braids. I do. A, I did a whole culture lesson. And these kids are like third, fourth, fifth grade, sixth, in my sixth graders too. I did a, a culture lesson for all of them. I showed them different hairstyles. I told them like about my history as a, like an African American. And um, yeah, that, it was very informative and it was so interesting. Even the, like their homeroom teachers were also very like interested in it too. So um, yeah, but this was about safety. And yeah, so I feel incredibly safe. There are microaggressions, but I don't feel like I have like anything racist. And then in terms of like, gun violence and all the other things that we experience like in the u.s um there's that's non-existent here so like i walk by myself at night and you know at night as a woman you always feel just a little you know uneasy but here it's like i still feel mostly okay yeah you, know? you take the normal precautions that you would take but yeah i feel safe yeah i definitely agree with you i feel pretty safe here i feel my anxiety is very much lower lower, lower. oh so back home it's here back home it was yeah back here home like this so like I'm very I'm very chilled out. I feel okay. Like walking around at night, like she said, uh, there's times when I'm walking around at one a.m. or two a.m. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. midnight, and I'm I'm just vibing. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is safe here. Like the small things is just like, you know, people like we said in our video. If you haven't checked it out, <laughs> touching our hair or staring, but like when people are staring, I just go, "Hey, how are you?" And then they go, "Oh, annyeonghaseyo," and they just start the conversation. And then they. Usually, you're just saying something about like, "Oh, my ha- my how my hair is different, or it's pretty, it's pretty or, or how like where am I from? What do you do here?" They're just interested to learn about you. Like, we were walking and a lady stopped us, and from and she was just like, "Oh, are you guys sisters?" Like, 
how do you know each other? Why are you here in Korea? And we would casually stroll into the cafe, like, you know, so it happens. But, you know, I don't feel like any anxiety compared to when I lived back in the States sometimes with, like, police, you know, and all that. It's it's sometimes, I didn't realize how much anxiety I had living in the U.S. sometimes. And then coming here, and it's just, like, it lowered, you know? And honestly, I could go on about that forever, but it's, it's so, like frustrating when you go back home a country that you're like born in and you see how like anxious you are and obviously it's also because i think that we're not tapped in as much to like the current um, climate yeah the climate like the korean government and stuff like we are more aware of what's going on back home so that definitely adds to it but like my day-to-day is still less stressful than my day-to-day back home too so yeah my yeah yeah um the the work work culture here is really intense but for a foreigner i feel like it's not as bad for as it is in public school in public school hogwans i, hogwans, think, I feel yeah. like are different beasts hogwans are private schools yeah. um and you can apply that way if that's what you want to do the good thing the positive point i would say with going for a hogwan is that you have more control of where you live what our program was it really was like a shot in the dark you can put your interests but they put you where the need is yeah i actually got the city that i want but i think because my city is very like no one would put that down so i got that's why i got it. and i also think that's why i kind of have like a weird intake because um like i put this you know i put changwon down and it yeah i don't think anybody would move there but it's very close to busan you know whereas everyone's trying to get Seoul in busan mm-hmm. so me putting a city that's next to busan i ended up you know getting yeah. it yeah so why did you select Taiwan? because i put my province because i had a friend that lived here and i knew he was in our province i just put the province down i didn't actually when i first came when i then transferred to a different city i actually knew where i wanted to be uh, so I picked my city because I had a friend, actually, a friend of a friend. She I met with her a few times, and uh, she lives in the U.S. now, but she used to live in Korea. And uh, she told me to pick Changwon because that's where she lived, and she really enjoyed it. So that's why I picked oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I was, it was good advice that she gave me. Yeah, you, you, you don't regret it or anything yeah, like that? No, no, I really like my city. It's like medium, you know, because I don't think I'm a soul girly. It's too packed. It's too packed. People are rude. Okay, like it's it's very like you know big city, New York City. Yeah, just get New York City vibes in there. I mean, it's fine. It's fun. It is fun. It is. It's fun. It's a good time if you want to go out. If you want to do. I feel like it's more like I would visit. I wouldn't want to live for me. Yeah, personally, personally, me too. Like concert vibe. Like if you would love the concerts, I definitely think like you should go there if you want to go to musicals. Actually, I went to some musicals in Busan too. There are also some in Daegu. Yeah, I've been going to. Um, so you can do that stuff down here, but concerts. If definitely, if you're a K-pop person and you want to come to Korea and that's like your motivation, so then Seoul is where because they don't really do concerts in many other places. If yeah. they do, it's really hard to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Like Hunger Games level. <laughs> really, it's seriously like good luck. Yeah, may the odds be ever in your favor. Like no, but seriously. But seriously, and then people go to PC bongs, PC bongs yeah. just to like get the fast internet to try and get these tickets. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I'm like in school, like hoping for the best. I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh my god, I was trying to get the, the Bruno Mars tickets. Bro, okay. I tried Bruno Mars too. Bruno is popular here, Who but then knew? my kids, they only know, but like, the adults know. The adults know. Yeah, the adults know Bruno Mars. Yeah. Like um, what's one thing that Korea does really well, in your opinion? I would say transportation. Uh, being a Florida girly, transportation is like non existent. You know, we have it. There is, you know, the, it's called a car. That's yes. all you can. <laughs> 
you know, you have to have a car if you want consistent, reliable transportation. In Florida. In Florida. In Florida. Or in the U.S. in general. Yeah. Usually in most of the U.S. But, you know, I can only speak to Florida because that's where I grew up. Um, and I think that here in Korea, like, it's so easy to get everywhere. Like, you get everywhere quickly. It's affordable. It's cheap. You know, you take buses. You take trains. They have luxury buses. They have, like, you know, the nice part of the train. It's very nice. And um, I think that is what the U.S. can learn from Korea. Because, yeah, transit, the buses, chef's kiss. I love it. I'll yeah. take a bus any day. And it's, they're clean. It's nice. You don't have crazy people. It's quiet, yeah. so you don't have to deal with, like, having, like, just everyone talking, you're like, ah. Yeah, everyone is um, very, like, nice and respectful and stuff. Obviously, like, when you on the public bus, they're, again, you do feel people, like, touching you and staring, but it's not all the time. Usually, people just mind their own business um, on the train, yeah. subway, buses, But for someone who, like me, who knows a little bit of Korean, but doesn't, I'm not as solid as you are in Korean, um, you can... <laughs> you can operate well in Korea with transportation very easily because there's English everywhere. Even in my small like town, there's some English, and yours too. And even in the bigger cities, there's always English in the bigger cities. But I'm saying like, even you, I've been to like the most rural, like very rural cities, and they still have English. Like, yeah. Everywhere. So you you're able to. It's very very easy. And if you're using like neighbor maps, which is you know, one of the systems that you can use for navigation or cacao maps, which is basically the big debate. It's like it's like Apple Maps versus Google Maps. Okay, here you have some Korea expat girlies that are like I'm all about the neighbor, and then you got her. <gasps> me by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the whatever gets me there person. Okay, I like both. I, it's a little tip. I think you should have both because neighbor, in my opinion, is good for finding like restaurants or finding things that you're looking for. It's, it's just easier. Cacao though. Because I like to zone out when I get on public transportation. You know, I like to just stare out the window and give you, like, a One Tree Hill moment. Like, yeah. Give, you know? So I like they have a... Um, a reminder. A reminder that will tell you how many stops you have. And then you don't have to count the stops. And then It'll it just seems, start buzzing your phone. Yeah, your phone will buzz or you hear it in your headphones. And it'll tell you, like, oh, you got one more stop or whatever. So that's why I like cacao maps. Neighbor, that I is, have to, like, watch the map and see where I'm going. I hate that. That is true. Uh, that, that's the one thing I'll give cacao over. But if you're also scared of... Of like reading Korean, cacao is a little bit harder to navigate because it's mostly Korean, whereas neighbor is very much foreigner friendly in the fact that it's English based with like a little bit of Korean. But I would say download both because that way when friends send you places and send you links, because that's how we communicate, like, oh, come here, drop the pin. Everyone always has their preference. Yeah, everyone has a preference. So if you have both, then you're covered on whoever. Because some people will be like, oh, I have the cacao here. And then you're like, oh, I don't have cacao. It's just like, just download both. It's always a jump scare, though, when someone sends me neighbor. I have both apps, but I'm like, ooh, like, why would you send me a neighbor app? Like, why, why would you send me the pin? She's talking about me. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, how do I get to your house? Oh, my God. <laughs> this neighbor who oh, I haven't been in this app for a little bit. Like, you're like, it's a little crusty. It's a little crusty. Ooh, let me just... <laughs> If there's anything you would do differently now looking back about coming to Korea or living in Korea or your experience here? Um, not really. I mean, in 
theory, I think I would have tried to know more Korean before I came. But given my situation when I first came, um, I was trying to get my master's degree like when I came. So I was really stressed and I did want, like I was part of a Korean group. I was trying to learn, but I had just so much stuff going. You know, moving here is so stressful. Mm. So um, not really. I think I did a lot of research. I um, I think uh, Kakao talk groups are really your friend. I met a lot of my friends on Kakao. Oh, yeah, like I met Sasha on Kakao. I met like so many people. And then we met up, like, when you come to Korea, you meet so many people, and then you'll, like, you'll meet them once, like, my one friend, I met her one time, and then the next time we went to visit Sasha to meet her, mm -hmm. and so it was my second time meeting her, we took a trip together to go meet another friend I had never met before, and it's, like, <laughs> the sums of Korea's friendships, like, yeah. the friendships you make here, so, no, I wouldn't change anything, I, I think I really, like, tried to make the best of the you know, um, situation. Yeah. I tried to like keep an open mind. I did all my research. So I really, like honestly, this is the best experience that I could hope for. It's even better than I could have imagined yeah. it to be. So I feel like I, I've grown while living here too as yeah. a person. Like just like, oh man, I could do that. Like I solo travel for the first time. Yeah, me too. Like out to, to a different country. I've done a solo travel here in Korea, and I'm like, oh, this is a little something different. Okay. What country did you go to for your first solo? So. My first one technically was because of the concert. So I was the only crazy oh, yeah, one to go to Thailand. To I went to I went to Bangkok and <laughs> just see Blackpink in your area. But they were really hard to like see in Korea. It's very difficult. So I just went to Thailand and saw them real quick. But another trip I did by myself was um, Japan. I did Japan as well, which is very easy. It's a short flight. Japan is very. I would say Japan is a nice like solo travel destination where you can go to and like. Be okay. Yeah, I um, think so too. And um, like a lot of people in Japan are super nice, like helping you, like yeah. a lot of the workers and stuff. Yeah, so. it's not as stressful. At least coming from this side of the world as a solo travel. Yeah. Um, Thailand was a little bit further out from Korea, so like it felt like a lot for going for a weekend compared to when I do a weekend trip in like Japan. It's yeah. like, oh, that's not that bad. But like the five-hour flight is like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did my first solo trip. I mean, not counting what I've done here in Korea, but yeah. or even coming because some people are like, "Well, you moved to Korea by yourself," but not counting that because you have a job when you come here. You kind of have certain expectations. But when I I did a recent trip to Australia and New Zealand alone, and that was really nice. Like I enjoyed myself. I stayed in the hostels though. I don't think I'm a hostel girl. I'm not. Yeah, I learned that. Um, I don't think I'm really a hostile person because you just meet a lot of interesting people. I, I met a lot of really nice people, but then, you know, there are few people that you meet and you're just like, yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that has changed me too. I never imagined myself being like out and, you know, traveling and being, you know, this person who sees the world. Like, yeah. And it really, being here has really opened my mind up too. Like, there's so many different cultures that I wasn't aware of. Like, you know, just you're in your own bubble. And I know, like, Americans get a bad rep, but traveling, I realized that a lot of people are like that. Like, you know, you're in your community, you kind of, you are aware of other things, but you're kind of more focused on what you have going on. And so when you leave that bubble, you get to, like, see other people. Yeah. That's that true. Yeah. Um, I would just say just to come experience, keep an open mind, because you experience stuff, and then you realize, like, how strong you are, how much you've grown, or yeah. how much, like, some stuff just doesn't bother you anymore. Also, maybe because I'm getting older, too. Like, some I stuff rolls off of my back, too. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I don't have time. time. <laughs> I'm here to vibe. I'm here to have a good time, mm -hmm. so... So what advice would you give to someone who's either considered moving to Korea or considering visiting Korea 
Um, I would say just keep an open mind, do a lot of research. Um, when you come here, like for example, when I came, I did so much research and I saw a lot of like black girls because you know, because I'm black. So I saw what? a lot of yeah, that's shock shock. I, I didn't mean to surprise everyone, uh, just to drop that on you. But um, I did a lot of research and I found out that you know you will get looked at. You will even in my uh, interview for Epic. They asked me, like, hey, um, are you okay if people stare at you? Or they you asked know? you that? Yeah, she asked me that. She asked me that. She was like, if this I didn't happens. get that question. Yeah, she was like, it happens. Like, in my interview, she was like, yeah, it happens. It, what would you do? Like, are you okay with that? Just so you know. And I'm like, you know, I've already done the research. I'm aware of that. Which did kind of scare me a little bit. Because I'm like, if you have to warn me about it, like, is it a real problem? But it ended up being fine. And, um, yeah, like, so when it happened, when someone touched my hair or you know, say certain things to me. It didn't bother me. And I, and I, I, it's what I expected. Yeah, it's what yeah. I expected. And it wasn't necessarily a negative experience, but I know some people who didn't really do the research. So when those things happen or they're like, why are these people staring at me? Why? You know, so it's just being open-minded and just knowing like you're somewhere different and you look different. Yeah. I mean, think about it. the country is like 98% Korean and yeah. 2% foreigner. So it's going to happen. And being in a smaller city, guys, I, there's been kids and parents who have told me I am the first black person yeah, they have yeah, ever met. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that I'm able to, like, you know, bring aware that there's other people. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, are you from Africa? Are you from South Africa? And I'm like, no, I'm from America. And then they're like, wait, what? Yeah, it's and very interesting. It's, it's like very interesting to get that perspective because they're like, wait, you're from America? I'm like, yeah, I'm from America. And then they go, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Florida. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, you know, the sun shines. I just say Disney Orange and Disney. I yeah, think Disney, I to be honest. Disney. That's the first thing. But then I'm like. It's very sunny and there's no winter. They love the fact that there's no winter. But there. you know what? My kids still <laughs> always say, like, oh yeah, teacher, you're from California. It's like I've told you a million times. <laughs> or Texas. Florida, or Texas. They're like, but they're always like California. I think because I said it's like sunny and stuff, so they just think I'm from California. But I'm like, no, I'm from Florida, remember? They say, Oh yeah, okay. So about California, I'm like, okay, it's it's fine, it's fine. It's okay. Like <laughs> um and then last question. Um Thank you guys for being on our journey here and our yeah. combo. Um, did Korea meet all of your expectations? Yes, it actually exceeded my expectations. I was not expecting to really enjoy myself here. I wasn't expecting, like, I know it sounds bad. I was like, I'm just going to be here for a year. I'm going to go back home. It's, you know, yeah, it's never just a year. Well, some, for some people it is a year, but like, you know. The one and done. The yeah. one and done. There are people who are like that, but this exceeded my expectation. I've made such a good community of friends, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. I've met you. Yeah. I've met so Sasha. many people like that are just genuine, like, I feel like lifelong friends, and she stuck with me, guys. Stuck. Yeah, stuck, stuck. We're stuck together, like, you know. Because you know? we are sisters, we stand together. That's, yeah. We gotta do Barcelona, yeah. but anyways. Uh, so yeah, like this exceeded my expectations. At most, I thought I was gonna come here, maybe like teach for. And I'm not a teacher back home, by the way. Like I, you know, oh, yeah, same. Healthcare. So anyone who's coming in who's like nervous about that factor, both of us did not start teaching in back home in America before we did this program. Yeah, I got my uh, TEFL certificate off of Groupon, so I paid like 30 USD to get the TEFL, and I did it, you know, in the course. And the course, yeah. I did it, you know, and it you know, took me a little while to do that, and then I already had my undergrad, and um, yeah, I don't, my background's not in teaching, my degree's not in teaching, mm -hmm. so this, I, you know, all I was expecting, like, oh, I'll get some experience teaching, I'll get to, like, travel around, I don't know, whatever, and I got here, and I've had such 
such a great time. I've learned so much. I, you know, my students are made. You know, they're so cute. They're so sweet. You know, they write you little cute little letters. Like, they are so artistic. Like they're, they're very. Artistic. They are creative people, man. I'm like, how did you come up with this? Yeah, they're like, you know, they love to talk to you, and it's just it's such a heartwarming feeling knowing that, like. Like I said earlier, yeah. like there are people who was like, I'm the first, not even just black person, the first foreigner. I had like someone tell me that mm. I was the first foreigner that they'd ever had like dinner with before. Like they'd never had dinner with a foreigner. And I was like, oh, like, cause we're in a group setting. So yeah. I was like, oh, uh, that's interesting. Like, I guess I never thought of that. Cause you know, the US is diverse. Yeah. So I've never in my mind been like, oh, this is the first time sitting down with this type of person. It just didn't occur to me cause you know. But yeah, yeah this is no. like such a great experience. Um, for our program, if you guys are interested in a little information, we can quickly like mm-hmm. kind of go over it. You do need a TEFL if you're not a certified teacher. So if you are a certified teacher, you do not need that TEFL certificate requirement because you already got the degree, honey. <laughs> yeah, you so got you got the paper. So you good. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you're like us and you don't have a background in teaching, you need to do your TEFL. You need about 100 hours. Okay. Um, 100 hour course. So just make sure your course is 100 hours or more and you'll be okay. Um, you also need to be from the seven countries that they have listed on their website. And then we can pop up their website on, on the screen here so you guys can see that. Um, one of the countries is the U.S., I think. Um, it's like UK, Canada, Canada South Africa, South Africa, Ireland. Not Ireland. Oh, not Ireland. I don't okay. think so. Um, oh, Australia. Australia is New one. Zealand? Let's just do a okay, check. We're, we're gonna a we're check. gonna look. Please we'll pause while your party looks this up real quick, <laughs> okay? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like seven countries. Yeah, so it's like, it's like seven US, countries: UK, Canada, South Africa. Australia, okay, it is New Zealand. I'm sorry about that. New Zealand. So it's Australia, Canada, Ireland. I'm sorry, guys. I was saying. Oh yeah, it is Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. I just had, oh, I did have an Ireland friend. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. New Zealand, the United Kingdom, U.S., and then South Africa. Yeah, Those yeah. are the ones. India is allowed, but there's some like oh I thing. Didn't know that. Yeah, I saw on the website. I didn't know that either. India is allowed, but you have to go through some hoops uh, if you're from India. It's like a different kind of oh, situation. and also Puerto Rico because it's a U.S. territory. Uh, I know that's probably obvious, but I just felt like I'd throw that out there too. Mm-hmm. And then um, you just need to be able to have a degree from a university from one of those countries. So if you somehow studied abroad and got your degree in a different country. They will not accept it, I don't think. It has to be like a degree from one of the seven countries. I think if you did go to like study abroad, then you have to prove that it was done in English or something. Yeah, like your degree and everything has to be in English. Um, And then that's really it on the requirements. You go through like the interview process and everything like that. We both went through recruiters. So who did you go through for your recruiter? Ah, So my recruiter uh, was Corbia and he was a five. So, okay. So... I went through Corvia when I came to Korea initially, and then I was applying for another city, and I went directly through it, and I got it. Like, I got the city that I want, so you don't have to go through a recruiter. You can do it direct? Yeah, you can do it directly, and it's not really going to hurt your chances. I don't, but I was already in Korea um, when I went directly through it, but I think it's fine to go through, um, because the recruiters are, like, when you go through Epic directly, because Epic is technically a recruiter themselves, too. They're working... With, with like the, the, with education the yeah, with the office of education. So technically, they're a recruiter. So it's like a recruiter for a recruiter for a school system. Um, so you can go directly through Epic, and they'll still help you. They'll give you like 
oh, you should do this with your essay, or you should fix this or whatever. Um, but you can go through like another recruiter like uh, Corvia to help you with Epic. And yeah, they're really nice. They'll help you with your like your, um, what's it called? Uh, interviews and yeah. all that stuff. They'll give you feedback. It's very much a personality thing and how you are like work-wise mm -hmm. because a recruiter does help you kind of go step by step yeah. and they kind of hold your hand a little bit. A little bit more. Uh, they'll be like, hey, send me this. Okay, now I need you to send me this. Okay, wait, revise this and you need to revise it. I had Korean uh, Horizon. Or is it Korean Horizon or Korea? Yeah, Korean Horizon. Korean they were at the time the sole recruiter like the, for Epic, like the official. Oh, they I were at the that. time when I was doing it, they were the official, and you know, it's changes. It goes back from uh, Korean Horizon to Korea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, Alistair, amazing guy. If you guys do my recruiter, Alistair, he is A1, chef's kiss. He's on top of his game. He's very much a type A person because I was getting things like quick, you know, oh, from wow. him. Um, and you did the practice interviews, like you said, and you do the submission of like your recommendations and stuff like that. And they just go through everything. But I've had friends like Sasha who just directly applied, went on the website, how many recommendations do I need, how many this, how many that, and just submitted it. And you still get it. Like, still, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it affects like where you go or I, I, like if you have a recruiter or don't, if you go directly, oh my God, I can talk. If you go directly through Epic, I don't think that um, it really hurts for any of your chances yeah. or makes anything better. Uh, but again, when I did go directly through them, but Sasha went straight through them. Yeah, she but she also was doing it kind of late. She said she oh. did it at the last minute. <laughs> That's fair. I did mine also. I did mine at the last minute too. So when I came, um, I usually like people do it as soon as the application is open. But when I did it, I kind of did it as they were doing interviews already, and then I applied but in the state still. And so by the end, I kind of got put on like a wait list, and then I didn't think I would get it, so I applied again for the following semester. And then that's when I got like a random call where they were like, hey, do you still want to come to Korea? And I was like, uh, I started a master's program and like, and they're like, you got to be here in a month. And so then I had to like rush and do it, but it worked out. Yeah. yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our little chat. She got to get going and I got to go too. But um, I hope you enjoyed our chat about Korea. And if you're interested in more information, just give us a comment on our social medias. You can find us at here underscore our number two and cents. So we're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and then you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, things like that. So check us out. Again, it's here, our two cents, here as an H-E-A-R underscore our, the number two, and cents. So H-E-A-R underscore our two cents. Cents as in C-E-N-T-S. Okay, guys? So check us out. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. Um, thank you so much for doing this interview and taking the time. So thank you guys so much for joining us and see you next time. Bye. Bye.